Are you a philosopher? Yes. I said, yes. We think very deeply. And yes, we are back. It's the real OK2 podcast. It's your girl, Kia. It's your main man, K-Bug. And it's your boy, O-Dub in the house. And we about to give it to you real, raw, and as always, you know what it, let me hear you. That's right. Unscripted. You know what? <laughs> Giving the people what they want. Three dope individuals having real, relevant, and important conversations. So today, it's not going to be any different. We're going to give it to you the same. So, Kia, K-Boog, y'all ready to get into it? Yes. Come on. Uh, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> K-Bug, you know what to do, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome again to the OK2 podcast for this week's episode. We appreciate you for rocking with us, being with us. Again, fans, we love you. We appreciate you. Of course, we got to give a shout out to our sponsor, What's Poppin' USA, What's Poppin' Events, YBTV, our sister Helena. Thank you so much for continuing to rock with the OK2 podcast, believing in our vision and continuing to rock with us each and every day. Um, We appreciate you. We love you. Thank you so much, man. And yo, if you have a small business, if you are starting a small business, if you are a music producer, if you have beats, if you have a song that you want to get out there and get that notoriety, get in contact with our sister Helena. She has a TV station. That's YB TV and what's popping USA and what's popping events with the apostrophe at the end. You can reach out to her on IG and Facebook. You can DM her, get in contact with her. She is a champion for small businesses. So, yo, if you want your small business to be yelled from the rooftop mountaintop, that's mm-hmm. who you want to get in contact with, definitely. And we have to thank our fans all around the world. Yeah. We appreciate you. We love you. We thank you. We say God bless you. We thank you so much for rocking with us each and every week, listening to us in your different languages, your different time zones. You're rocking with us and you're choosing to listen to us. So we appreciate you. We thank you so much. And thank you for rocking with the OK2 podcast. We appreciate you. So now I might as well just go ahead and segue right into the into the topic. So our topic for this week is if you had the opportunity to insert or develop a curriculum for the kids today, what would be that curriculum that you would introduce and have implemented in the school system today? Ladies first, Kia. (laughs) um, I mean I think for me because a lot of stuff you know we don't we didn't learn until we became adults or we became you know adults paying bills (laughs) but I think the most important thing for me that should be um introduced or included into the curriculum is that um the importance of credit um, credit building, um, just managing your personal finances, just the importance of all of that. Um, although I know that's probably something that can be taught at home, but a lot of parents didn't know, you know what I mean? So it's hard to teach something that you never really had to do or have no knowledge of as well. So, um, I think that to me, especially when they're probably, I wouldn't even say 
high school. I would say probably right in middle school. Just mm -hmm. really start teaching because, you know, teaching them just the basics. And then, of course, as they get older, you know, probably, you know, going in more depth into it. But I would say definitely credit, the credit building, the importance of credit, managing personal finances, that right there, because especially when you have kids that wants to go to college, you know, and they, they need to know that because, yeah, you may still have scholarships unless you got a full ride paid, everything, you know, you need to know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, right. And they will start younger, like, okay, let me start working on this. Let me start doing this. Mm -hmm. I just like that to me. Um, Cause there's a lot of people now that's in debt, especially school debt. A lot yeah. of people school debt. Um, so I think that that right there should be definitely, definitely, definitely part of the curriculum. Mm, credit. All right. O-Dub, what you say, bro? Well, I got a couple things, but before I get into my main thing, the first thing that I would like to see is a revamp of his history. Oh, oh absolutely. And when I say history, um, I don't want the truth in history. I want fact because mm -hmm. truth can be anyone's truth. Mm -hmm. yeah. I want historical fact. I want history to be revamped, to mm -hmm. be historically accurate. No ifs, ands, or buts. And it'd be mm -hmm. no no matter how how bad it may look, but people deserve the right to know what actually happened. Mm -hmm. Even yeah. kids. And I yeah. think um, we we um undermine our children by thinking they can't handle the truth. They That's true. So yeah. um I think our kids are are equipped enough um to be able to handle some of the things that have happened. Um, our history in America has a lot of dark past. Um, and it is what it is. It happened. We all know it happened. But a lot of people want to sweep down on the rug. I'll come back to that later. Message. But um, <laughs> but I think that's that's my first thing. But another thing I would like to implement in the curriculum, life skills. Oh, most definitely. That was on my list, too. Yeah. Life skills. and. Yo. And and one thing, and y'all can touch on some other things, but one thing in particular in the professional environment, resume writing, interview mm -hmm. skills, um, interviewing yes. skills, some things like that, um, professional dress, um, professional dress casual, um, things like that. I think those things are invaluable in today's society because I can't tell you from a leadership perspective when I've, um, I mean, I worked in corporate America, I worked in movie theaters and when I worked in movie theaters, that's when I was hiring a lot of kids that were either in high school or coming mm -hmm. out of high school. And the way they came to interviews, mm -hmm. I'm like, where are you going? <laughs> like, so you thought it was acceptable to just show up like this. Right. But I would always, I, I wouldn't shoot them down, but in my head, I was thinking that, of course. Mm -hmm. But I would give them advice and yeah. I would talk to them. But I think that those are some things we need to start with the ability to set up our future because a lot of people don't realize um, Whitney Houston put it in a song. I believe the children are our what? Future. future. So we need yes, to sir. set up our future for the best success. Um, mm -hmm. possible. So those are a couple of things just to start. Wow. Listen, okay. Well, I can tell we are all like-minded because <laughs> uh, just to piggyback on both of, both of the things that you both said, Yo, sis, as far as credit, yo, when I remember when I got my first credit card, 
they, they, they had it, they were at a table outside of the college. It was at Queens College and they had a table. It was for Visa. I still remember it was a silver Visa card. And they were like, they were like, oh, come and, you know, apply for the credit card, apply for the credit card. I was like, oh, okay, didn't know what a credit card was. Mind you, my mom, grandmother and all of them, they had a credit card, but still, I did not know what they were. Yeah. They was like, oh, yeah, man, just sign up for it. And of course, I got it because, you know, I was still new. They, I didn't have any debt or anything at that time, just starting college. And they got me right out the gate. And I remember they was like, oh, well, yeah, you got a credit limit of $500. I was like, so I got $500 I can go do whatever I want with. Did not know that at the end of that month, you ain't going to pay that back. <laughs> You're not just getting $500 just to go ahead and spend and that's it. And then understanding the difference between minimum payment interest charges, all of those things that come into play with credit cards, did not know none of that. So at that point, and then I was like, oh, I only got to pay $25 back on this $500. So it's cool, nothing. And I'm just paying my little $25, $25. And I'm wondering why that bill is in existence and it's staying there. And I'm like, well, why is the bill going up? Nothing, no teaching, great information. And O-Dub, what you said about life skills, I have it on my list, life skills. Let me tell you something. When you got to deal with resume writing, how to interview, how to articulate and speak and take, you know, just do things, simple things. And then also mental health, because, yeah. of course, you got a lot of bullying that goes on in schools. You got a lot of people who are under uh, under peer pressure because they see somebody have a certain economical or social status and they want to have that social status you know what i'm saying so but for me just on the money tip yo investment how to invest mm -hmm. how to save and just to save a dollar so you're making a hundred dollars a week put 25 dollars of that away save mm -hmm. that you know what i'm saying and don't touch it that's yeah. one thing I think should be implemented. Okay, if you're going to teach us with money, give us a deep dive in money. Give yeah. us the understanding. Don't just show us what a dollar or doing coins are. Show us and understand. Yes, <laughs> us, let's put it into practice. Let's yeah. do simple, basic skills while we're in school and while we're in class. Now, one thing I can say, junior achievement, they are a good, good, good advocate with that. And of course, O-Dub knows that. So, they are a good advocate with teaching you how to do business, how to save, how to invest. And yeah. it's just that it's not in every school. Right. I just That's think this just needs to be a curriculum throughout the country. You know what I'm saying? Not just to those special few that get the junior achievement treatment. But then also when you got with life skills, with life skills, again, I told you mental health, you just need to know how to identify certain signs of trauma, how when people are dealing with things, how do they respond? Why is this kid acting out? This kid is acting out for a reason. Let's not just label them as the bad kid and put them in the corner and don't want to don't want to deal with them. Let's kind of deep dive, discover and see. And you have some teachers that. And I don't want to say special ed because I think that had a bad label. When every time we heard special ed, we always thought the kid, oh, that's a bad kid. That's somebody that's bad. But really, that was just somebody they just didn't want to deal with because they couldn't, they didn't want to sit down and talk with them, man, or just find out what was going on. And yeah, it starts at home, but it also can be cultivated with that teacher who cares in the classroom as well. So I feel if we have some have some curriculum that is teaching kids how to invest, how mm -hmm. to sell, 
And again, let's do this at the, as you said, middle school level, because they, they already asking for money right then, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so let's teach them that. Middle school, yeah, because yeah. you know, some of the kids already had a little hustle going on. They be selling their candy, selling yeah. their little stuff. So they yes. already be having a yes. hustle in middle school. Makes me in the fifth grade hustling. You be like, why you get that money? Oh yeah, I was making such and such, and I was selling these for a quarter, fifty cent dollar, whatever. So they already had that hustle, the entrepreneurial, you know, what I'm saying mindset. So yeah. might as well, you know. Yes, get get cultivated and help them, help them how to how to take that money and what they're earning, and let's take it and let's do something with it. Not just not just go out there and just go and buy you know cards or buy this or download games from you know the app store no mm -hmm. let's take it and let's invest it so this way you can plan for a successful future and then Definitely. be able to see the signs and see the things that you just you just need to be aware of just mm -hmm. be aware of things you know what i'm saying and i think that is something that if those kids have oh please <laughs> you will have millionaires just popping and coming up and then of course developing a whole bunch of new a new group of billion, a billionaires, you know what I'm saying, by giving them them tools to help. But you know, when you mentioned mental health, though, I remember elementary school my daughter used to go to. Um, I want to say about 80% of those teachers, maybe 75% to 80% of those teachers had psychology degrees. Wow. I think it's important. They had psychology degrees. They had, and I was, you know how you can go on to the school thing and you can look at the teacher, the they education. talk about where they're from, their degrees, a majority, I want to say it's pretty much most of all of her teachers from that, yeah, they had psychology degrees. Wow, that's what's up. And that made a difference. It made a difference in the, because it wasn't, because of course, in order to, when you're into that field, you have to love people. You have to want to help people. You know what I mean? Because you're trying to understand their mind, their behavior and all of that. Then the fact that you're putting them in a school environment. You really got to love what you're doing. You know what I mean? You got to want because yeah. it's not it's not the fact that you're just teaching a curriculum. I think with that type of education that they have, they're able to identify a lot of other situations or a lot of other behavior issues or other things that other teachers may not recognize because they don't have that skill set. So gotcha. a lot of those teachers, I really want to say about 75%, 80% of those teachers, they had a psychology degree. That's dope. That's what's up. Wow. Man. So they didn't have to be so that lets you know they don't have to be a teacher. They didn't have to be a teacher. They wow. chose a teacher yeah yeah <laughs> that's what's up <laughs> go to school like, you know what like some teach i know some teachers they became teachers because it was like well you know stable job i'm always they always want teachers but they're not really there for the kids it's more so for a paycheck you know right. not to you know, no disrespect to any of them because i get it, you got to pay your bills but it does make a difference when you got someone that doesn't have to be that, they're, they're there because they really want to. Like, they got all this education. And it's like, you know what? I'm going to go teach third grade. I want to yeah. teach fourth grade. That's, that that's, speaks volumes. Yeah, that's what's up. Because um, I actually, all on the news, um, I just heard of this woman. She was a, a well-accomplished businesswoman. Mm -hmm. And yep. she gave up, I mean, from a lucrative, lucrative um, biz, like business she was doing, well, excuse me, um, company she was working for. And she gave that up to come and teach because yeah. she wanted to teach. She's the highest paid 
you know, career, you know, I just think they should be more paid more, but that's just me. Cause yeah. That's <laughs> me too. Especially when you got all those degrees. It's like, I didn't have to come here and teach third grade. It's like, I'm here because I really want to teach. And now those are the ones that you want. And I think when you have those type of teachers with those different type of skill sets, it's probably easier to try to implement these other life skills and all this other stuff, not just going by the book. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I, I agree with that. Definitely mm-hmm. agree with that. You, those, you need those teachers. Definitely. Yes. yes. And that's Which how the curriculum will change. The, the curriculum, like if you got somebody like your friend that we had on the show a while ago, um, I can't remember his name, but um, I know he was into finances and stuff yes. like that. Yeah. And somebody like that, like, you know what? I want to go teach fifth grade math. I'm pretty sure, other than him just teaching what's in the book, he's going to take his life skills and his other education that he already has. He's going to find a way to implement that so them kids are known. And when them kids get older, they'll be like, I remember when Mr. So-and-so, he used to tell us about credit. He used to teach us about this. They ain't yeah. even a curriculum. When you have those teachers that has those other skill sets, other than what, other than just a teaching degree, I think that's how the curriculum will change. Mm, that's what's up. You, you know, yeah, you touch on an interesting point. Um, <laughs> when you get people in certain fields a certain knowledge, um, because I think that when you have those type of individuals that have those backgrounds, mm-hmm. you can move the needle because mm-hmm. um, they, they bring something to the table. They bring yep. the actual um, real life hands on. <laughs> right. <laughs> real life. Situation. Real life right. experience right. is really right. important. Right. Right. And I was thinking about what other things to add to the curriculum conversation. And a couple of things came to mind because I think there's a lack thereof. One being critical thinking. Oh, most definitely. Most and, definitely. And then second one being problem solving. Yeah. Mm. Because mm. I think those are skills um, that need to be taught as well because um, I'm not going to name any names, but I know someone, I have close, intimate knowledge of someone <laughs> that I spent a lot of time with, and their problem-solving skills out the door, mm-hmm. and had to have some conversations because you need to be able to figure stuff out. Now, mm-hmm. me, myself, and I, um, I, I had to figure stuff out on my own mm-hmm. because it wasn't taught, but... Mm-hmm. I think a lot of our youth um, are having the same thing, but I think it's something that has needs to have a discussion. Give them, like I said, give them the tools to be better equipped because this world is a jungle. You know, it's it's hard out here. Yeah, hard out here for a pimp. So I knew it. <laughs> you know, it's hard. I knew it. So, um, and it's only getting harder. Yeah. yeah. So, Unfortunately, time management. Also, just um, the importance of time management. That's also another skill. Oh, yes. Yes. Management, yes. just understanding that. And I know some of the stuff that we're talking about, some some teachers in some school may touch on it, but mm-hmm. I think it should be really like deep dived in it just a little bit. Just a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I mean, really just in give real life examples. Let's mm-hmm. talk about things. Let's pull out articles. Um, I remember, and this of course is a blessing, and this is my mom. Mom, like I still had lessons even after school. 
mm -hmm. went to school, got my normal stuff, but my mom would make me every night sit down and read, not the New York Post, not the um, not the Daily News. I would have to read the New York Times. <laughs> so she would sit me down, find an article, and she would have me read the New York Times. But also, and then after I read that article, we would discuss it. What, mm -hmm. did, what, what was my impression of it? What do I mm -hmm. feel about what I read? And that helped me to think on my own. And my mom, she gave me the necessary, she helped me with training the necessary skills to be able to critically think and think for myself, to be able to problem solve. Sometimes I would come to my mom, I would say, mom, how can I do or can I do or how can I do X, Y, Z? She'd be like, figure it out. Mm -hmm. And I and I'm sitting up there and I'm kind of like, well, you're not gonna help me. No, she'd be like, figure it out. And I do the same thing with my kids. I want them to go, go ahead and go figure that out. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm here for you, but go ahead and go figure it out. Figure it right. out and, and and see what you can get from it. If you can't, I'm here to help you. Right. I also think another thing that's really important too, and you don't really see it um a lot. Um, I really feel like when it comes to the staff. It needs to be diverse. That should be a requirement across the board. I say that only because you have some kids. Message. You went to an all black school. All you know is black people. And mm -hmm. you get a girl, you think that everybody is no. Or you go into an all white school. And see, I can say for me, I had the, the pleasure of actually being able to experience both. I grew up in, I went to, I lived in an all black neighborhood. I lived in the hood. But from first grade, eighth grade, I went to a pretty much predominantly white school. I was bused to another school. Got in high school. Yeah, I wanted to go to school with my friends, you know, the hood or whatever. So I had to, I had the balance. I knew how to, you know what I'm saying? And so it wasn't, it wasn't a culture shock for me, like to move somewhere and go somewhere. It wasn't a culture shock. And I think you need to see that in school. There needs to be, because I know, you know, I get it. Most kids that go to certain schools, they're going to be part of that neighborhood. But you need to have some of the white staff. You need to have other you know what I'm saying, nationalities, you need to have other cultures, I think, as far as the staff. So it should be it should be more of a mixture. Not everybody shouldn't look the same, especially, and I get it, if all the kids look the same, I understand that, but they still should be able to know what it is to have an interaction with a white man or interaction mm -hmm. with a white lady or interaction with somebody else from another country because some right. people don't. They don't know, they don't right. have that. I think, to me, right. that's, again, that's part of life skills because when you go to college, or if you go get a job, you ain't just always working with Ray Ray and them. <laughs> <laughs> no, you not. No, you got right. Mark. You I can honestly well, well. from my high school, we had this man. His name was Mr. Overly. I love him today. He's still alive. White man. He pretty much was raised in Ben Harbor. And this particular man, you could have been the most thuggish, whatever, whatever. But when I tell you to this day, everybody respects that man because this is wow. a white man that stayed there and still fought for us you know what i'm saying and right. he was part of the administration at one point he was our principal that man it he was a white older man but people respected him because he respected us and i that's think that made a difference because going out into the world i'm like well all white people don't act like that because i know this one white man that loved us to death like he didn't have to be there but he was there you know right. what I'm saying? I think that just makes a difference on your outlook on life when you have the, you know, what I'm saying the diversity. So I think that should be important. That's very important in, in schools. I think that should be 
something they should try to bring in more to see like a mixture. Gotcha. I, I agree. And I grew up when I was younger, I was on military basis. My father, proud vet, United States Army. And that, you know, you can imagine military bases has a mixed bag of everybody. So when my father got army, you know, going back into um, the school, the public school systems, um, it was just interesting because, yeah, I was in, you know, majority black schools. And I was like looking around like, okay. Then in high school, my 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 high school was a mix. It was mm -hmm. half, half and half. Um, mm -hmm. Actually, because you had your Latinos, you had your, your whites, your black, but it was a mixture. But I la I was laughing because um one of my white high school friends came to visit me in Atlanta when I first mm -hmm. moved to Atlanta. <laughs> and um and it's not a school thing, it's just a culture thing. And I took him over <laughs> to SWATS. Oh, he won't and, I, and I took him <laughs> over to Greenbrier Mall. <laughs> you didn't give him no disclaimer, no heads up. <laughs> no, you he wrong. Just, he just threw him in there. He just threw him in there. Wow. Yeah, I took him over there, and uh, I promise you, the look on his face, he didn't say anything because he's polite, but he's like, he, he just said, Oz, we've been in this mall for an hour and a half, and no disrespect. I've not seen any white people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> town of wind. I said, man, you're in the spots, dude. This is green. <laughs> in fact, it's the number two mall in the country for getting your car jacked. And I mm -hmm. hear this busted his look of fear. And his eyes said, man, I got you, man. You with me. You with me. He's my mm -hmm. people. <laughs> but just seeing his look on his face, because normally when you're, I mean, you're not around just a singular group of people. You have a mix. That's the real world. That's so true. I think, I think yeah. it's important to be involved with a mixed uh -huh. bag. That's and that's mm -hmm. what the, the military upbringing that my father exposed me to, based on his um, proud service, exposed me to it. And I think it's important, like you said, kid. The staff, the kids need yeah. to see it. Um, yep. they need to see it's just not about their own hood. The world is bigger. I think yep. exposed. I agree with you on that. Sister. And I think in order to do that, of course, they're going to have to pay people more. Because I can see, like, if they was able to do that, they can probably bring in people from other countries. Bring in. But you got you to gotta pay these teachers more. I get it. Got to pay the staff more. But I think with doing that, it's a lot of stuff we won't see. Like, we wouldn't see a lot of this when it comes to the racism and just some of the ignorant stuff that people do. Because of because a lot of times, a lot of this stuff happen, even when you see... Um, the disrespect towards the gays and things like that. I think a lot of the stuff, if you were used to seeing it or if it was just part of your day-to-day -day life, just seeing it, you won't see a lot of the disrespect. You won't see a lot of the violence. I really feel like you won't see a lot of, I'm not saying that it wouldn't exist, right. but I think you wouldn't see a lot of, because a lot of people act because they're, they act out of ignorance. They just don't know no better. <laughs> they're just ignorant. Say That's that really twice. What you, yeah, they you did. They do. They just yeah. ignorant. But if you ha but if you were used to being around, like, oh yeah, I know this white guy. He's cool. Like you wouldn't automatically think all white people are this, or a white person would automatically think all black men or all black women or all black people are a certain way, because they can be able to relate to a specific situation, or they can relate to their upbringing or just their yeah. environment. So I just think when you have that mixture of Especially the staff. I know you probably can't 
change the the mixture of the students because of course you're going to pretty much go to school based on your environment i get that the staff the adult the people that's teaching you the people that's leading should be a mix we they shouldn't all just look like me they shouldn't go to work they don't all look like me no not at all (laughs) yeah and that's that's good because i remember living in the 40 projects 40 Oh, <laughs> 40s projects in Far Rockaway. That's right. Queens, New York. Yo, it was a mixed bag. Mm-hmm. I had a friend that was, I had a friend that was Haitian, friend that was Indian, friend that was white, friend, mm-hmm. another friend that was white. And so we had a mixed bag and those were people that we rocked with. That's why there wasn't no, oh, yeah. white people are evil, this and that. Nah. Because we used to rock and we used to go to each other's houses. We knew each other's parents. There was no discrimination. They weren't discriminating or towards us like, yo, what was that and everything. And then the, um, well, they call it middle school here, but in New York, it was just called IS-53. So it was intermediate, intermediate school 53. So mm-hmm. IS-53, mixed bag of people I knew. I'm talking about people from India people from Russia, people from um, the Philippines, people from China, people from Japan. These are people who I interacted with all the time. When I went to Far Rock, when I went to Woodbridge High School in New Jersey, interacted with so many different people. And of course, Woodbridge was in a more predominantly white neighborhood, but I had so much experience before going to Woodbridge High School. So I just went in and was able to blend in and just work with and talk with people and was had no problem because of all of the people who I knew going to Far Rock High School, going to um, IS-53. It, 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 it was just to me, it was just the norm seeing people of different hues, different colors, different nationalities. It wasn't something that was just a culture shock, but to be in the field of education and everything yeah because then you can get those different upbringing and up different experiences and those real life experiences that they've had in their culture and how they're able to kind of how to blend that into the curriculum that they're teaching yeah you know what kebu you bring up some because as you're talking up we're talking about um high school or i know um, in new york it was uh, it was is now it's just middle school in Florida. We call them junior high. So yeah. maybe it could start at junior high level. But um, a yeah. course I had at, in college at Florida State was race and race relations. Mm, maybe that's okay. something that could be implemented too in those yeah. lower levels because uh-huh. I think it's important to be able to understand. Yes, there are differences, even though yes. there are some commonalities. But we're all human. But yes. there are different, you know culturally there are a lot of differences but some some of our differences make us more the same than we actually realize and like you said before kids some of it's just ignorance and believing one thing that you hear and what you think but i remember in my class we had (laughs) it was myself it was a few african-americans we actually had a skinhead in the class and we used to get Uh into we used to get into it but at the end of the day we had to sign a waiver about respect and and a whole bunch of stuff, but you know, we had you had you know Indian, both from India and Native American. We mm-hmm. had you know Caucasian. We had um, Asian. We had um, we had a mixed bag, and it was great. Middle Eastern, and the the big thing about this class was it was all about 
you don't have to like me. Yeah. Yeah. I ask that you respect me and my beliefs and my culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where I think a lot of people, you don't respect, you want people to assimilate to what you think. What you believe. What you believe, yeah. what you do. And I think that's where people get lost. It's not about assimilating. I mm-hmm. do me, you do you. Yeah. It's no better, yeah. it's no less. Yeah, yeah. true that. True that. I think yeah. race and race relations to do do school curriculum a, a, a huge service. And that should be introduced, like you said, younger. It should be when they're younger. No, yeah, yeah. When, by the time they get in high school, 11, 12th grade, it's like they're already. They're setting their ways. They're setting their ways. Yes, yeah, you got yeah. it. Um, that's mm-hmm. that's definitely be introduced when they're much younger. But I think a lot of that, again, is just like that's why it's so important to, like, I always say this too, like if you get the opportunity to live outside of your environment, or, or travel outside of the environment, you should do it. No matter, even if you grew up in a big city, you need to still go somewhere else and just see everybody is not like you. Everybody isn't, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times we don't know the difference until you work in corporate America or until you go to college and then you're like, oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? You have this like aha moment. <laughs> like, everybody really don't live like me. Right. And you know, so I think that's is is very diversity is very, very important. I really think yeah. it's very important. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it would yeah, it'll cut down on a lot of the ignorance if uh-huh. we just took the time to be around each other uh-huh. and being those places and not saying, okay, well, this class needs to be here. This mm-hmm. class needs to be here. Nah, we just interact with each other. And of yeah. course, you know, we are, we are singing, we are the world. <laughs> well, actually that's, that's what we're thinking of. And of course, having a better place. However, I think if, in, if you started with the, with young kids, mm-hmm then that will help because then when their parent is trying to have them subscribe to something different, they'll be like, well, ma, you yeah. know, there's no, I, I don't have a problem with my friend, my friend, you know, my friend, Chris, he's good. You know, I don't have a problem with him. So yeah. why are you telling me not to talk to him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They can start asking those questions. Yeah, they have, they'll start asking questions. Yeah. Now some parents may not like that. Yeah. <laughs> No, no. Yeah, but I mean, but it's it's true though. You just, I mean, it's like when I look at stuff, I'm like, a lot of it just be ignorance. A lot of just be ignorance. A lot of it. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately. And it's crazy because, like, in school, a lot of stuff was we did talk about little things. Like, even when it comes to like when you brought up life skills. Um, basic stuff like when it comes to cooking. Now we had, you know, home economics and stuff like that, but yeah. I ain't really learned yeah. really nothing in home economics for real, for real. <laughs> you know, Actually, I, I really, did though. I did. I, no, I did because we the, our teacher couldn't cook either. We were doing dumb stuff. Well, <laughs> we should have had a chef. Well, that teacher makes a difference. Class. Yeah, we that should makes ask a chef teaching the class. Well, I will <laughs> tell you this: my home ec class in junior high school, we were taught by she was from France. She was mm-hmm. all she was a home ec teacher, and she was our French teacher, and she was a trained cook. She wasn't a chef, but she was a trained cook in France. 
Now, mm-hmm. stuff that we used to cook, because we cooked souffles, we cooked um, quiches. Um, but my favorite thing I learned how to cook was a barbecue taco salad, which I still wow. know how to make to this day. It was all wow. nice. So, nice. so it used That's to be good. it used to be yeah. pretty good. So yeah. My home at class, I the, the teacher, I don't remember the teacher's name, but that teacher, that teacher knew how to cook. And actually, that's why I learned how to bake a cake. And still to this oh. day, know how to bake a cake because that home ec class. Yeah, I know the basic skills too. Had metal shop, wood shop. Those were great things. Those are and that's something that should be implemented again too. I was in the metal workshop, whatever class. I was in there for maybe one day. I was like, oh no, I don't belong in here. <laughs> you know what? I, like, I don't want to be in here. You bring up a valid point too, K Bug. Um, the metal and the wood shop. I think yeah. mm-hmm. those need- things need to be re-implemented because yeah, a lot of kids um aren't going to choose college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. trades trades is important. Boosted yes. up. Because yes. the trade craft, well, not trade craft, that's, that's intelligence. Trades need to be boosted up because that's what keeps America going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I feel really, like you should, should have both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. They used to. I remember there was a technical school where if you uh-huh. were interested in being um, doing HVAC services, if you was do, about being a mechanic, they had a specific a, spe, a school specially for those type of people who were interested in that. And I'm like, OK, why is that? Yeah, I'm like, why is that? That that's just be still available on a wide scale, because, again, just like you said, old dove. There are mm-hmm. some people that just, yo, colleges and going to doing other things that require college is not, that's not the route for them. They, they're more accessible and love working with their hands. Foster that. And, and, that's, okay. Them. and that's okay not to go to yes. college. It's not for everybody. Yes. Yes, yeah. it is. I, I know this girl, her son, smart, super smart, smart young black man, straight A student, um, going to some school in Michigan. Um, I want to say after his first year, he really was miserable. It was like, I'm going to school because my mama wanted me to go to school because I'm so smart. And he's, I can't remember what it is that he was um, studying, but he was like smart, smart. And they was going to get, you know, back and forth, back and forth. And I want to say maybe midway through his second year, he really wanted to, he was like infatuated. He wanted to be an electrician. So um, he started, I guess he was like an apprentice, doing apprenticeship and whatever, and um, started studying, went, took some classes, got certification. He's doing really well. Really, wow. really well. I mean, he's happy. He's doing what he wants to do, but he's still knowledgeable. So it's like he can take that knowledge and then eventually have his own company. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There you go. I got all of this knowledge, but I really don't want to go to college and be this person and I don't want to do that. I want to work for myself. I want to be an electrician. And <laughs> makes good money. Makes great money because not too many people want to do that route. Right. Right. <laughs> no, I don't want to work with high voltage. Always need them. We're gonna always need an electrician. All the time as electricity. long as you got ele- right long as you got electricity. So electricity uh-huh. electricity. <laughs> you know when it comes to like when it comes to like hair care or any type of 
um, anything like that or um, skincare and stuff like that. That stuff, we as women, we spend a lot of money on that. So yeah, you like stuff like that. Yeah, I say, like you say, learn that trade because you got to do right. Money, you can, and then be happy. I know it's not always about money too, but we, of course, we know we need money to survive. But you can actually be you. You you don't have a problem with getting up and going to work because it's not like work to you. Yeah, don't want to do it. I'm making right. money. And I get the. Right. You're but, not but stressed that, out. But isn't that what it's about, Kia? Isn't it about doing what you love? That's what it's supposed to be. <laughs> Not getting up because I have to. I'm getting up because this is what I want to do. Right. That's what it should be about. So yeah, that's what's up. Wow. Yeah, man. That's listen. That all, all great information and great points. I I believe. So listen, Board of Education for United States, listen to this episode. Anybody who is a teacher, please. Pass this on to your teacher friends, pass this on to the superintendent, whoever that deals with curriculum. And again, we're no experts here. However, we are just talking about things that helped us, help people that are in our community. And we are trying to, we want to just help our kids and help our country and overall our world. Because just think about it. If you have all of these people that you are equipping throughout, just at the young ages, Man, please. And uh, me and O-Dub, we could definitely speak to when we did Junior Achievement and we were talking to those young kids about business opportunities, investments and stuff like that, man. Them, yo, some of them kids was kind of like, oh, OK. And I would love to see where some of them kids cool. are today. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was it was dope. It was really dope, man. It was dope. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. 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 So, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Everybody, listen. We got. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give a shout out to, of course, Sesame Street for the electricity. Electricity. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's another thing, Sesame Street. I mean, it's so many things we could say. I, so many things. I mean, crew, Schoolhouse Rock. Just yeah. come on, man. Kings Junction was. <laughs> yeah, I take me way back. <laughs> just like, come on, and just yeah. think about it. Think about all of the things we've learned throughout yeah. school and throughout our life. That if we had that in school and we knew about some of the things in school, like if, like I know for me personally, if I had junior achievement when yeah. I was middle school, yeah, yeah. or I, you know, in in IS fifty three. I'd have been like, oh, okay, well, cool. So you're saying I can own my own business? I don't yeah. have to necessarily work for somebody? If you plant that seed at a young age, yeah. I mean, yeah, how many how many content creators you have that are under the age of 10? Yeah. Making buku dollars. Mm -hmm. But I think, too, what a lot of parents have to stop doing is, like, when kids have these talents and these other skills, stop downplaying it. Yeah. Like, I know a lot of when we were younger, they may be into music and this and that. encourage that. Could have been yeah. a big producer by now. Could have been a songwriter. You know what I'm saying? So I think a lot of times as parents growing up, we all we know is you need to go to school, you need to graduate, you need to go to college. But then sometimes those kids have those other skills. It's like you need to embrace those skills, too, because you never know what those skills can take them. I would yeah. tell you, I would tell you right now, her name is um, Bethel now, but Barbara. Yvette Walker at the time, 
she was my biggest cheerleader because I used to do some stuff back in the huh? day. I was creating graphs, artwork, designs. Um, I used to draw military um, vehicles. I was, I thought I was going to be Tony Starks. I thought I was going to be a defense contractor. Um, <laughs> That's I, what's I, up. Honestly, I was just, um, I was a bored kid. I would, I would do mock-ups of things that I thought would be beneficial to, um, cause I, I did art. I did uh -huh. some phenomenal art, one art contest. Um, this was creative, but my mom was like, Oh, you're going to be an engineer. You're going to be this, going to be that you can do it, son. You can do anything. So my mom, she's always been a huge cheerleader, but sometimes I just didn't want to hear it. Cause sometimes it got a little bit overwhelming, but uh -huh. I agree. Um, don't downplay your, your child's talent. Don't be a dream stealer. Um, as mm -hmm. I heard, um, I think my daughter said that once about somebody. Um, don't oh, be a wow. support, mm -hmm. support mm -hmm. because wow. you never know. They you, like can... draw. you never know. They can be an artist. Like, don't something simple as they're always drawing. And you know, now, and I, I'm not, I think we may have talked about it before, even when it comes to the video games. Oh, yes. Is, that's a whole career out there. And that's then I, some of the smartest kids I know. When it comes to like math and science and stuff like that, they they like the smartest on these video games because it's a lot more into it. So I'm like, even when it comes to the video, don't downplay it because that's a whole career out there. You know, yes, video games are being used by the military, by mm -hmm. customer service. There's a huge mm -hmm. thing out there, gamification. That mm -hmm. is huge because it has a lot to do with strategy. Yeah. You know, growing up, what was the big, biggest strategy game? Chess. Still, yes. chess is huge, but if you look at the strategy used in these these first person um, these shooter games and the things that it takes, some of these games are very um, very difficult. Mm -hmm. and if you can navigate those boards, they are using them in ways that you can tell the high level intelligence it takes. So yeah, um, mm -hmm. and a lot of these some of these kids have parlayed these game playing skills to multi money making. <laughs> careers so yes indeed so you sitting don't there watching them yeah, don't downplay their little side <laughs> hustle their little skills thinking that don't downplay it try to find a way to okay encourage them like they, you can make a career out of this mm -hmm. yes indeed yeah so yes you yeah don't downplay their little skills and you you know nah <laughs> gaming is something I know so I know a guy his, his son is into gaming and they travel you know, they try. Yeah, That's so. very, it's a lucrative. Listen, anytime, right, yeah. anytime that and that's 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 crazy, old dub. It's a sport now. Mm -hmm. And this is something we used to do just free. I said, man, if I would have taken my grandfather's video camera and video myself back mm -hmm. then and just said, yo, look at my video, look at me doing this, mm -hmm. man, who knows? But it just yeah. shows you that the fact that they can people can sit there and watch somebody play a game and enjoy that, and these people are now have a living a quality of life that is totally different because mm -hmm. of people watching them. Yeah, but if you think back on our grandparents, like a lot of them may have not had the education, but they had them life skills. So a lot yeah. of them will always have a job because they knew how to Absolutely. fix. Build something, <laughs> make something. <Yeah. laughs> 
Yes, they make me right. They you know how to use their hands. Like I have an uncle, he's older and should be retired. And I've never known for him to go to like somebody's job, but he's always had a job and he's always makes good money and to this day he's like no nah, i'm gonna keep working because to him working keeps him alive but he can fix anything he can build he build houses this anything dealing with your hands he can do it that's he's gonna sure. always be successful because he can that's do it with true. his hands right. in school but hands that he don't can matter do that's right it don't matter it don't matter it don't he's matter using, using that biblical principle you don't work you don't eat yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. so don't matter wow well my goodness this was good yeah. this was good this it was, was good. great yeah i love this and episode of course we here in georgia the kids are getting ready to go to school within actually what um thursday uh, my goodness. And then some others are going to be the week after. But I mean, yeah. So and anywhere in this and of course, in the U.S., whenever they start school and then, of course, in the world for anyone. And please, any of our fans, O'Dub is going to give the information for our fans that are across the world. Please email us. Let us know what curriculum is being taught in your country. We're interested in knowing. I mean, hey, maybe it's something that we haven't thought of or we haven't spoken about that should be implemented in curriculum. You know what I'm saying? I feel that you shouldn't, you shouldn't just, of course, make it geographically for the, for yeah. that particular area. It, you should have like more knowledge of what's going on in the world. What's where That's different countries are and stuff like that. So yeah, definitely get in contact with us, man. And just get in contact with us about anything. We would love to hear from you. Love yeah. to hear from you. And yo, so, and of course, yo, we got to get those O-Dub words of wisdom. Come on, bro. Bring it in the curriculum. All right. I know y'all thought I forgot, but I didn't because <laughs> I saved one of my best Oh, yeah. And this words of wisdom is dedicated to my man, Run DeSantis. Not Ron, not Ron but Run DeSantis because running from the truth. Now, when you steal the truth in the background from everyone, not just a particular set of people, but from everyone, you are robbing them of their past. And when you steal the past, you basically are taking away their future. Run, stop running from the truth. And those are O-dubs, words of wisdom. Mm. 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 <laughs> well. <laughs> Message. <laughs> hey, run, if you want to come on the show, we welcome you. <laughs> come on. Come on in, bro. Come on. Come on, for real. To be fair. Because <laughs> right now, you the bottom runner. Let me stop. Yeah. <laughs> so Let petty. Me stop. <laughs> Let me stop. Petty post. Let me stop. Petty. Uh, Jesus. Nah, and just to our listeners out there, all jokes aside, I just, um, I'm from Florida. That's my home state. Tampa, represent 813 Hillsborough County, represent the borough, and I just have a problem when you try to diminish 
history. Yeah. We try yeah. to erase history. We try to take away facts and try to rewrite what you think them should they should be. And it makes it not just fat, you make it H-I-S, his story, when mm -hmm. in fact is our story. It's not just white, it's not just black, it's everyone. And I believe everyone is entitled to know the facts of everything that has transpired through the world history, not just American, but world history. So good, bad, or indifferent. Good <laughs> things happen, bad things have happened, horrible things have happened, but unless you know the full story, you don't get mm -hmm. the full picture. So right. that's where I'm coming from. So that's not really motivated. I just, I really dislike when you try to erase, you know, the context, the full truth. Well, not truth, the full facts, because truth and fact are totally different. So that's yeah. true. That's, 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 that's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a fact. <laughs> well, that's what's up. Yeah. But um, yeah, this 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 of course, um I one one thing I do want to say to both of you while we're on air, I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you for continuously. Rocking with me, I appreciate you, Oda. Appreciate you, sis. It's always great to have a conversation and get together, and of course, just just chew the facts, the facts, <laughs> <laughs> and not just our opinion. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, this this of course, um, yeah, appreciate you guys. But yeah, definitely, fans, we Likewise, appreciate. Fam. Yeah, Likewise. same to you, We're, sis. Like yeah. We appreciate you, fans, and we appreciate you, Helena, sis. We thank you so much, and we appreciate our ever-growing family for all the guests that we had on here. Um, we see our sister. She's doing her big, big-time things out there with her motivational speaking. She's getting it in out there. That's what's up. So, yeah, we just, of course, thank you, appreciate you all, and, yeah, thank you. Thank you. God bless. Love you guys. Love you guys. Yes. God bless. So, Yes, yes, indeed. Oh, and like you said, thank you to our fans. Without you, there's no us. And we love to hear from you. So if you want to drop us a line, drop us a note, send us a post-it, anything, drop those emails off to therealokpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, send that information over to therealokpodcast at gmail.com. You know what? It's been our pleasure, but you know this already. We love you guys. Mm -hmm. We're doing this for you. I mean, of course, we love chopping it up with each other, but we're giving the people. That's you. That's you. Hey, in the back, that's you. Mm -hmm. And we're also doing this to set the standard. Because four and three and two and one, what up? When we're on the mic of the podcast run, and you know, that's how we do it at the OK2 podcast. So from here, K Boog and me, Odup, with sincere, just appreciation. We love you guys. And until next week, we hope that y'all have a safe week. We hope that y'all stay blessed and y'all stay knowledgeable and do your thing. Go out there, be great, make the world better. Until next time. Peace. Peace.